In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. is live live here we go ladies and gentlemen have you become superman superwoman (laughs) (laughs) flying into the studio right that's how we do it that's how we do it here well ladies and gentlemen to everybody to everybody that's maybe listening or you're watching i don't know if it's friday or saturday maybe it's morning maybe it's evening i got an incredible show for you today some incredible ideas. Today, I have the privilege of hosting a true visionary, a woman whose journey through the realms of technology has not only shaped industries, but has transcended into the very essence of human experience. Our guest is none other than Susan Brown, a trailblazer in the world of technology, CEO and inventor, who has left an indelible mark from the early days of designing Ethernet Ethernet for Apple computer motherboards to being a pioneer of the internet at Web TV and Microsoft. However, her current venture, Token of Me, takes us on an extraordinary philosophical expedition into the uncharted territories of human consciousness. She is the architect of the Soul Compass, a groundbreaking device designed not just to measure, but to elevate the very flow of human existence. In a world where we navigate the digital landscape of our lives, Susan Brown has embarked on a mission to quantify and reward our very improvements in the art of living. Today, we unravel the philosophy behind the soul compass, the token of me, a compass not just for navigating, but a guide to our very souls. And not only do we have Susan Brown, but we have the incredible Anya Zebert over here. She's not your typical expert. She's a modern ambassador of change, firm in her belief that our past experiences don't define us. It's the present and the potential we see for ourselves tomorrow that truly shape who we are. Ladies, I'm so stoked you're both here today. Susan, how are you feeling today? Let's start with you. How's it going today? I, I'm feeling great. I, I had already a call this morning that, like, if I can, if if the audience gets goosebumps, that's resonance. That's a cosmic orgasm with your divine true self, and uh, that happened. And that that's like everything to me. If if you can resonate with your soul, 
with your divine connection and your heart sings and you get goosebumps, um, there's really no greater validation than that, that you are in a flow state. Yeah. <laughs> the power is on. <laughs> so, it's amazing to me. To, to That seems like a true raw form of communication. Like when the oh, same yeah. way that the octopus has its ways in which it mm -hmm. its skin gets different textures or it changes colors. Mm -hmm. It seems that in the flow state or maybe the human connection can do something similar. Yeah, absolutely. When you are in a flow state, you are really tapped in and allowing a surge of quality energy to flow through you. You're like a laser beam for source energy. And that's when you're most creative. You have more clarity. It's more satisfying. You feel lighter. You have great timing. It, it's as if other people and things in the outer world just come at you with precise timing. It, it feels like magic. It can feel like magic. It'll make you feel love and uh, laugh and play. Like that's when you're calling it in. That's when it's happening. And that's what we're measuring. What, what is your first recognition or what is the first time like you began to feel the flow state? Is this like a relationship that you found in the 80s? Is it something that has always <laughs> been going on in your life that wasn't something to explain? Was it, is it Mahali Cheeksent Mihai? I don't know if I pronounced his name right. But like wh what was your first introduction to the flow state? If you if you can maybe catch us up on that. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if it was my first, but I, I used to... Um, I used to run when I was a kid. I was a runner and I was really fast. And I, my favorite show was the $6 million man. You know, it's Steve Austin. Yeah. I was like, I can run, I can be fast, you know? And, and like, I, I actually was really strong just by thinking about it. I got fast and I got into, a, I got runner's high, you know, when I would run. And I started breaking records, you know, in, in junior high school. And the boys hated me because I was faster <laughs> than them. You know, so my first experience wasn't actually all that pleasant because it evoked kind of some jealousy and, sure. and resentment. But later when it felt great was when I met Steve Jobs. I mean, I just, it was the most transformative experience and it was a more subtle experience of flow. I wasn't being physical. I was just in the right place at the right time watching this amazing person unveil the Macintosh and the commercial, the 1984 commercial, and this mm. was 1983. And I was like, oh my God, that man can see the future. He's flowing. Like you, you get into this state and you get ideas. You get these beautiful inspirations. That's where you have the patented ideas or the breakthroughs, or you write the hit song if you're a musician. So watching Steve Jobs and others like him at Apple go into a flow state and create new technology, I was like, okay, that's it. That's value. That's like the highest value is uh, to figure this out. So for years, I've been wanting to figure it out. And then this project was inspired by uh, Roger Federer. When uh, I watched him win the Australian Open, uh, his last Grand Slam, I believe he won. 
he's like accepting, you know, the trophy and he's thanking everybody. He's in this extraordinary state of mm. appreciation and gratitude. And he's so humble and so graceful and he's just crying tears of joy. He's just so happy and, and so in love. And he just like goes into flow. And I thought to myself and I said out loud, I want to bottle that up. Like, that's it. That's what we all want is to feel like that guy on top of the world, feeling so worthy and so free and so powerful and yet grateful, you know, really mm -hmm. not ego. It's more, it's much more heart than, than head. And I'm like, that's it. That's it. Like, that's it. How can I measure that? You know? Yeah. And that's when I realized like, I can't not do this. And I had dreams that I was, chose to do this, you know, before I was born. I'm like, okay, bring it on world. Let's do it. You know, let's do it. So. It's. <laughs> You're speechless. <laughs> you know, I am. When, when you talk about Steve Jobs, in that 1984 commercial, the same way that that commercial played on the ideas of 1984, where they mm -hmm. broke and disrupted IBM, so too do I see this idea of the soul compass breaking down the new economy. Like I can, and I, I'm just wondering: is the flow state contagious? Is it like you know you, you're talking about this incredible event that happened? You're inspired by it. It's almost like the baton has been passed mm -hmm. to you on some level. What do you think? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding? I mean, there's real power and energy and yes. true influence if you can elevate your allowance to let more of this powerful divine energy flow in which is what happens in a flow state you're literally tapped into free energy at that point you become a laser beam and there's real power in a laser beam with high resonance it calls everyone up like real influence you know it literally yeah. can call without words the best to come out it can make other people's hearts sing it's like when you listen to music That's and you so get beautiful. goosebumps it pulls you yeah. up yeah you know and that you're able to hear but um a, a source energy flow is non-physical energy but it absolutely it's like liquid love and yeah. And so, yeah, if you watch a movie or listen to a song yeah. or watch someone perform and present a new idea and it and it like makes your heart sing and you get goosebumps. Uh, yeah. There's no more powerful energy than love in a human body. Um, so when you can radiate true love, like unconditional love, and that's what a flow state is, um, that's your highest value. And that's why we're tokenizing that the essence of the true you is the most valuable thing you got for everyone, you and everyone in the whole world, you become, you know, the creator of new breakthroughs, the creator of hit songs, uh, the winner of matches and you break records, right? You like, move you lead the way and you show humanity what's possible and you inspire everyone to their better self yeah 
I just got I, I got to pause for a minute because it's it, it's big. I think it, I think it's worthy of a pause for a moment just to let that sink in, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. You know, I want to bring in Anya for a moment too. Like Anya, you have done some incredible work on heart coherence and different altered states like that. When you think about the flow state, Anya, what are you thinking about it, and and how does it make you feel? Um. Yeah, my first thought is playground, play. You know, Great. just let's have fun. Mm -hmm. Life is a game. Let's just have fun. And when you when you are in this state that everything is, just, you know, that you're at the playground, you have these toys that you, you know, you are using and you are, I don't know, like in this freedom state. That's why I don't free spirit. Free spirit is flow. Yep. Everything is connected, you know, when you think about, but it's like, yeah, like Susan said, you're like so grateful. I'm so grateful every morning when I wake up. It's like just because I'm alive, because I'm incarnated at this time on planet Earth, I'm so grateful. And it's like nothing else matters. I don't know what's going to happen in the day. It's probably, you know, it can blow up everything, whatever. I don't know, but I'm still so grateful. Nobody can take that feeling away from me. So it comes from inside, not from outside. Yeah. And the reason why play triggers it, just to really kind of back this up, what Anya's saying, the reason why play is so powerful as a trigger is you're not in your head. You're, you're, you're in the moment. You know, the head is often used to think in the past and worry about the future. You know, it's very rational. But when you're in a play state, like a kid, you're very present and you're, you're, you're allowing literally presence to become greater. You're in the now, you know, you're in a timeless state. And this is what we've seen with the biometrics. When you're in a timeless play state, like your heart skips a beat, we see that. And that actually creates a spike in your heart power and your heart coherence. All right. So, I know you can't give me the secret sauce on there, but we start talking about metrics and biofeedback and measurement and imagination and imagery. Like, can you give us a little, like just a little taste of like, how how do you measure the flow state? I mean, obviously goosebumps, like I have them right now, but like <laughs> thinking about what the flow state is, living in the present moment, the the incredible connection between the left and right hemisphere and living in a metaphor and all these beautiful ways in which we can go through life. How do you measure that? Like, what are you doing to measure that and then tokenize it? Like, can you give us a little background on that? We can get almost everything we want from the heart. The heart doesn't lie. And we don't even measure the brain. We don't care what the left or the right brain hemisphere is doing. We don't even care what you're thinking. We want you out of your head. The head usually okay. leads you into a linear path of, of limited beliefs um, and, and thoughts that evoke negative emotions. And so you can't think your way into a flow state. It's more about a feeling and it resonates with love and joy and play. So the more appreciation you feel, the more blessed you feel, if you could cultivate and calibrate a feeling of this lightness, like, you know, and this playfulness and just do it for love, follow your heart, 
trust yourself, believe in yourself, look on the bright side, um, follow those breadcrumbs that feel better. Then you let you reach like a point of surrender and you let go. That's when the flow can actually come in. And if you go, whoa, oh my God, you start noticing it, you'll lose it. Like it's that subtle. You know, if you're an athlete and you're starting to notice how right. well you're performing, you're you're starting to compare and get in your head and you're you're tr you're literally tripping yourself um, up. So you want to just stay in that timeless state. And most of our pilots and Anya is one of the advanced ones. They do it readily by just going into meditation is the fastest way to just like, OK, I want to turn it on. Um, is to stop thinking and go into meditation. And we can see that rat, rat, immediately, the results. We see uh, the biometrics rising um, when you go into meditation or do something else like listen to music or just go into a rampage of appreciation and you know talk about something that you're just so passionate about and then you know let yourself do it uh or if you or if you're an artist just go create go play go do something it's about lowering your resistance in in your body and in your thoughts and even in your emotions and so you, to, it's almost like a game as anya said it's a game mm -hmm. and we're just providing a tool that lets you connect the dots to see what works so it's kind of like a self-discovery because everyone's a little different. Right. You know, how I flow might be different from each of you. And so it's not about comparing myself about you and me. It's just more about measuring myself with me. What, how can I move my own needle? How can I raise my own bar? How, and, and, and not, you know, if you try too hard, which it's happened, you know, we get people who- sure force it, they, they realize that that's not working. And it's a bit paradoxical at first because, you know, we have such a, a mindset in this world that it's about your efforting and your suffering and your trying and your doing. And it's actually not. Um, when you're in a flow state, you're, uh, you're just in your grace. And it's not you don't have to deserve love you 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 are you just are you know and so it's a little game right it, it's a little bit of art and science it's a, it's a little bit of thought but it's mostly feeling and experimenting so we're just giving people a tool to at least experiment for their own self-discovery sometimes i think of the mystical state like i've i've found myself to be a lover of life's mysteries. And I, I like to read like Marseille Iliad and these, these ideas like the terror before the sacred. And you look back to the medieval mystics and you find like the cloud of the unknowing and you see these people bumping up against something that's bigger than them. Maybe it's just a different version of them, but they, they're, they're touched by the flow in some way. And they're seeing mm -hmm. things that they've never seen before. And they're communicating in ways and they're producing things. What is there a relationship yeah. between the mystical state and the flow state? That absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and here's our understanding of that, okay. that when you quiet your mind and you start to calibrate to these higher uh, quality of energy, 
without resistance, like the more pure you become, you know, you're opening yep. your, your channel, if you will, your physical and, and non-physical uh, being is now more is flowing in. And as this happens, um, you're now going to receive thoughts, even I, and like in my case, callings, you'll receive right. clarity. You're now tapping into the higher mind, the divine mind. And its collective mind is not chaos. It's like love, clarity, knowing. It's the truth. You know, it's that which will set you free. Yeah. You know, if you could hear it, if you could connect with it, that is very mystical. And you'll receive such powerful downloads. Right. And that's yes. what happens to has happened to me and a handful of our pilots. They get these downloads and they're like, yep, that's it. You don't doubt it. You know it. You go beyond science. You know, it goes into your gut and your soul and you just have a, a knowing. And that's not a place that science wants to go. Right. It's very. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we're kind of like a bridge between the, the hard physical scientific world and the spiritual world but we give it grounding, we give it validity. And not only that, we connect the dots and say, yeah, that's actually what you want is to raise your vibration and uh, calibrate to these higher coherent states. And you will then receive these mystical um, thoughts, you know, that you can't when you're down here grinding it out, you know, feeling like just a limited human, but when you can, um, you know, cohere with, it's actually, what's happening is uh, like with goosebumps, you're uh, resonating with higher and higher harmonic frequencies. So um, like in a mystical state, George, yeah, even Joe Dispenza talked about this because they <laughs> measure people's brainwaves all the time and they get into mystical states. And the brain waves go from gamma to like white noise as if you're having a seizure. And then they, they got kind of concerned about that. Like, oh, is this guy okay? You know, maybe he's having a mystical experience, but his brain looks like it's, you know, fried. And then they look at the heart and go, oh, you're more than okay. You know, you're having incredible heart coherence. And so now, if you listen to Joe Dispenza, he'll even say, okay, yeah, we've been measuring the brain because the brain thinks it knows, but the heart actually does know, you know? So we're really focused more on the heart for understanding these mystical experiences and knowing the difference between feeling, you know, chaotic versus coherent. And the difference is in a coherent state, you're experiencing higher and higher harmonics that we can measure even in your heart rate and in the energy of your heartbeat. We're actually deriving the power and energy spectrum of your heart rate. And we can now see in a mystical experience, your heart rate goes way down and your heart power spikes. It goes through the roof. And we, you know, Anya has seen this, uh, we, we have this, almost on a weekly basis, we'll have one of our pilots uh, sub submitting 
some some results of a very powerful meditation or just lost in concentration in something he loves and then boom like it's so weird it was almost an accident we noticed that the heart rate is almost going in half you know it mm. and, and if you study longtime meditators their heart rate slows so down so much it's almost approaching zero because they're just leaving their physical body and they're in full connection with um the true source that we all come from it's so beautiful it, it, i think it also speaks to the idea of of our limited understanding or our, our construction of time too we start talking about the mm -hmm. heart rate changing speeding mm -hmm. up slowing down no wonder it's in the mystical state of the flow state you know, one minute may seem like an hour or that's right. a day may seem like a minute. You know, there's a, the New that's York right. minute. It's, that's right. You, you go about. into slow motion. Yeah. yeah and and yes. people who have had a flow state triggered because of an emergency, like in a car or, right. you know, uh, it can trigger a flow state. And everyone will say in those states or had a near-death experience, they'll come back and say, yeah. oh, everything went into slow motion, you know, and all that happened is their their whole system calibrated to an incredibly high frequency of higher higher harmonics that time did slow down and their heart rate did go down uh from our perspective here in this ordinary world <laughs> they went into the the true world which is timeless <laughs> you know i do this is what I, I want to touch on this for a little bit. For everybody listening to this or watching this, this is why this idea, what Susan is 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 making happen, is transcending to reality, is, is incredible. What does the world look like when we teach people to slow down time in their life? What is possible? What kind of learning can be done? What kind of what kind of illnesses can be conquered? What kind of relationships can be had? What kind of dreams can be conquered, right? Uh, everything, quite literally. Um, it is everything. I mean, if you can, you don't even have to flow, but if you can just improve the yeah. direction, like just go up instead of down, like that would be also, and that's why we're rewarding even that. You don't have to be at the top of your game. You just have to show yourself that you know how to like go in the direction of your improvement. Because whenever anyone does that, we all win. Yes. This will bring about a win-win yes. world and more love, more trust, more um, joy, more satisfaction, and more abundance that is not just measured in money, but abundance of time, abundance of opportunity, abundance of beauty, um, abundance of relationships but they're higher quality relationships they're more loving and right now there's a lot of people suffering from not just depression but feeling very codependent and not knowing who they are and feeling yeah. lost and and that can actually pull others down because you cannot pull someone up you we've got to figure out how to um find it because it, it comes from within and, and too many people are trying to fix the conditions and the responding to the conditions and you can never get it to change by, and that's, you know, one of the reasons why I loved when I met Steve jobs and, and the 1983, 1884 commercial that I right. saw in 83, 
it was the first time he was using a, it was a huge um, a ballroom in Hawaii. It was at the Sheridan in Hawaii. And, you know, when you have a big group of people and you want to display a, 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 like a commercial, like the commercial, it, 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 you know, if you have anybody walking in the room, it can create interference. And then you, you know, you got this amazing 1984 commercial on the screen and somebody's walking by, you know. So what they did and had never been done before is he used a rear projection commercial uh, uh, camera behind the screen. And I don't, I'm, I'm going into this, like it yeah. may sound like I'm, I'm going off on a, on a road trip here, uh, a side trip. That was so symbolic because the message was it's all an inside job. You want to come, you want to, you wouldn't, if you want to change what's happening in this world around you, if you want to change your relationships, change your job, change the people, you don't, you wouldn't, you don't go out there and try to change them. You got to change your inner perspective projector, yeah, yeah, you know, and just like with this commercial being broadcast on the screen, if you don't like what's on the screen, you don't go up to the screen to change it. You got to go to the source. Right. So that's what's happening. I mean, this world will kind of flip and be more aware of the inside out projection and be less reactive and less conditional and more self-empowered to change what's out there by change, changing what's inside here. What's going on inside you? What are your beliefs? What are your feelings? And how can you change that if you want to change what's going on outside? Yeah, it, it's... I think you should come to Hawaii into the Sheridan and film a commercial. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. You're in Hawaii. Right. You know, I, I know. lived on. That's right. I lived on Kauai for five okay. years, and you know, I had one of my most spiritual experiences there. So yeah, I should come to Hawaii. Well, yeah. let's hear about. Can you tell us about one of your most spiritual experiences on Kauai? Oh wow, uh, so many, but um, I guess. The first one ever was I was 12 years old and my family brought me there and my mom was in real estate and they wanted her to pre-sell the Princeville lots on the North shore of Kauai. And so we all got to go there, my brothers and my sister. And without asking for permission, my brothers and my, my siblings, we just, we felt like we were on another planet. I mean, it was just like, so beautiful right this was in 1976 like like eons ago right and we crawled down the mountain cliff and went into the like there's no one there right and we found this cave and inside it were just covered with shells these beautiful conch shells like there's none there now right and it was like gold, you know, we just thought we had discovered gold, right? This gold mine of, of beauty and exquisiteness untouched. And I was 12 and it was my first most spiritual experience of my life because it stopped time. And I mean, I remember it started to rain. I remember, you know, we were stuffing these, we would put them in our pockets. <laughs> we, were, we were carrying as many of these up as we could because it was just like, you know, gold to us. You know, that, that's why as a child, I had such this profound experience that brought me back 
probably 30 years later to live there. And then yeah. I was so in love with this island. It, it spoke to me. I mean, I had true communication with Kauai. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it really, I could feel the presence in my room at night sometimes when I was focused on how, what a beautiful place it was and things like that. You know, just, I really feel like I practice thinking and receiving there. Like I practice like, wow, you really do where your thoughts goes. Energy does flow. Cause when you're there and you're in yeah. Hawaii now, it's like the volume is turned up, <laughs> you know, it's careful true. what you wish for on Hawaii, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause it's really fast. It is. It's more power, more energy. Yeah. It's a, it's so alive. Like I went to, I took my daughter on a, on a, can I share a quick experience yeah. that I had that was pretty mystical? Yes. Okay. So, um, in 2011, my, my son had passed away. My son, Ocean, he's named Ocean, beautiful <gasps> kid. He passed uh-huh. away. And my wife and I went to the big Island and we went up to the top of Mauna Kea and mm-hmm. it was, a, it was just us up there. For some reason we went to this, we hiked up the side of this. We didn't go to the, to the very summit, but we went to the visitor center and there's this little hike you can do. We walked up to the summit and you look down and you're on the rim of this world. And we're staring over at like uh, Mauna Loa and we make this prayer of like, oh, you know, we're, we are so blessed to have, be healthy and happy. And we've had this tragedy happen in our life. And we just want to say a prayer to the world that we can have a healthy and happy child. And like a year later, we had my daughter, we named her Sky. So this year we went back to the mountaintop over there and we brought our daughter Sky to the top of the mountain. We explained that story to her, Whoa. you know, and it's like, when you talk about Hawaii and things manifesting, like there's something so magical here. But I want to tie my experience to your experience yeah. in Hawaii and the flow state. I think that something's happening in that flow state where you can begin to communicate with nature. Like you begin oh, to oh, see sure. nature communicating to you. Maybe you can speak to that a little bit. It's happening, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you are, you have more energy flowing through yeah. you. And nature, whether it's mother nature or animals, they are all always, for the most part, flowing. Like they don't lose that connection because they're not thinking their way out of it. Right. Humans do that. We have more free will and we have more intention. But um, absolutely, you are when you're flowing, you're you're basically at their speed. You know, you're at their mm. frequency, and so it's sort of you have more harmony with. Uh, much more of your truth that that includes nature. And that's why just being in a place like Hawaii can be so healing just being there because the, the energy is so strong and so coherent that, I mean, that like just prior when I told, like I made a video of Kauai because it's so beautiful and I was up all night, you know, editing and then, and then early in the morning when I went to bed, that's when I felt the the essence of Kauai come into my room. And I'm like, I, I wasn't afraid. I said, so who are you? And yeah. I felt and heard loud and clear, it's Kauai. Kauai. I'm like, whoa, you know, I felt like getting out of bed and, you know, bowing. And she just said, it was very feminine. Um, just remember when you're loving me, you're loving you. And I just cried. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, that's like so simple and yet so profoundly true. 
that that's why we want to increase our state of love because the when you love you can't help but receive it right. it's a win-win state of value and it's uplifting and it's healing and so yeah the body can miraculously heal as we all know in higher states of love and coherence um and so yeah it's it's you do have a stronger connection and depending on your beliefs you know you can actually manifest more uh with more energy and integrity the life you want to live in harmony um because you have no resistance when you're flowing mm -hmm. and you know that's all it takes is to lower your resistance and let it you know it, there's only love it's just are you letting it in and it will convert into uh relationships beauty opportunity um new forms of abundance freedom clarity fun all these love, bliss, lightness of being, you know, all these things come in stronger the more you let it in. Yeah, that's really well said. It's <clears throat> I don't, I can't think of a time in my life where you can feel fear and love at the same time. No, you, they're, they're on the opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. <laughs> that would be irrational. Um <laughs> They are, they, you know, like the opposite of, of uh, goosebumps is chills. Mm, so cool. your energy's rushing in the opposite direction uh, with chills. You're going, you're either cold or going to fear. Um, so it, it, it can feel similar, but the energy is, is flowing in, in different directions. This brings up the idea of awareness. You know, when, when I see someone, here's a cool experiment people can do. And we see it all the time with people who maybe have lost their sight. Like they have a cane and they're using their, they project their awareness through a cane and then they can feel the world around them. And we can do it too. If I just take my pen, I can, I can feel my bookcase. I can move my awareness mm -hmm. through my pen and, and reach out and touch stuff. In yes. the flow state, are we channeling our awareness into like a bigger container? I mean, are we doing kind of a similar thing by projecting our awareness? It's not a projection. Okay. It's the other direction. It's you're allowing and you're actually um, more in the receiving mode. Ah, okay. So a lot of people think like, you know, power comes from, flowing and, and channeling and directing and projecting. It's not that it's more, it, it may sound passive, but it's not the ability to um, like radiate and resonate with mm. your true self is one that's born worthy and it's not your doing. You're not radiating the the concept of you know no gain without pain like that's a false yeah. belief and this is the opposite so when you're in a receptive mode that's why meditation is so effective you're not doing and you don't believe you need to do to receive uh this love this liquid love that comes in and this you become more aware mm -hmm 
that is much more than the physical. And I like the term being more aware because it, it, it goes past the physical and the more you're awarenessing, the more you're tapping into divine truth and energy and power uh, and wisdom. And that's when you start to receive knowings. You're like, Oh, mm -hmm. okay. You can trust your gut. Um, yep. What you say is a value, what you, and then you get inspired to take action <laughs> for the fun of it, <laughs> not to prove it, but right. for the fun of it to physically enjoy the fruits not of your labor, but of your truth, of of your of your just being love, and uh, not needing to prove it, and you're not into comparing yourself mm. to others. You don't see right and wrong anymore. You're coming. You're you're, re, you're receiving solutions. You're not working on the problem. You don't see things as lacking. You don't even see problems. You just see blessings in disguise, right? Like your whole yeah. perception changes. Right. And that's why in our company, like the investors, the stakeholders, they know that as we evolve, even when it comes time to vote, they have to be in a flow state. Because that's when you're in a win-win state and you're coming yeah. from love instead of fear or lack. And you're seeing the problem. I mean, you're you're seeing the solution, not the problem, right? You have clarity. So we everything we do in the future, I see a very different world coming. <laughs> I, I I really do. The good guys yeah. are going to win. Love wins. Um, you know, currency as we know it is becoming worthless, and this is new value in in coherency, in wisdom. I love I love that you brought it up. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I interrupted you right there. No, no, I no. That's it. I've, it's a good stopping point. <laughs> well, I think uh, the fundamental shift from currency to value, like relationships yeah. seem to be the new currency. And it seems to me that maybe, maybe let me, let's have on, on you. You've been, you have been test piloting the, 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 soul um, compass. the soul compass how have you, maybe you could give us a little bit about your thoughts on it. Are you able to oscillate between flow and not flow? But just maybe you could talk about it a little bit and what has been going on since you've been using it. Have you noticed any changes or your thoughts on it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, I would like to just emphasize that I see myself as a very spiritual person, but I'm like also very practical, very, very practical. So what I see with Soul Compass is like amazing too, you know, with like really connected to my mission as well because i see it as like we are encouraging people to you know raise their vibration to work on themselves to to do that inner work because when they get in touch with their heart when they are you know uh, where they're raising their vibration like susan said you know they are like expanding awareness we are expanding awareness we see things differently so <laughs> when you're in a conflict or whatever, and you are on this higher vibration, you will find different solution that you will choose different solution that you would otherwise, 
Yeah. So I see Soul Compass is really like amazing, amazing tool because, you know, it's gamifying everything to encourage people, to inspire them to do this work that otherwise they wouldn't do. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they're going to be rewarded anyway. Yeah. You know, at the end. But how I see it, it's like when I started using it, it's uh, okay. You know, then I was checking my chart, uh, you know, my graphs, and like Susan really helped me with analysis and, and everything. And I was like, okay, so wow, you know, Anya, you were in flow state like what were you doing and i was like what i was doing you know and then it's like oh i was in my room i was assembling puzzles i was listening to this podcast with really cool topic you know and it got me to flow state you know <laughs> yeah. and you really learn a lot about yourself and for example i don't know i was snowboarding i was walking in woods or i was a speaker at the podcast you know and i was mm -hmm. in a flow state so it really it was it's so valuable for me because you know even though like like i said i'm spiritual i mean i you know i live this spiritual concept and everything but i'm super practical so i want everything what i learn with my mind i want to integrate it i want to implement it you know so it's like i can i can use this in my in my life in a most practical way and of course yes it's changing <laughs> because you know you know where you are when you are in a, flow, in a flow state and you can be tomorrow you know also in a flow state because you know what gets you there so this is my experience yeah and you know what's also really powerful and anya and other pilots helped us develop this is the baseline is you we don't compare ourselves to each other there the comparison is you with you so it's a game with yourself and we're purposely taking out the comparison we won't even allow it um we're, there's no value in in judging yourself or judging others we actually have another trademark called mine yourself you are the value and you are the miner you're gonna figure this out and as you do and we have things called flow tube episodes now where like, let's say, uh, you know, George, we, we could share this podcast as a flow tube episode. Yes. And for those watching, even a replay later, we'll, we'll experiment with this. I'll share it with our pilots. And as yeah. they watch it, they will uh, check their metrics before and after. And if it goes up, guess what? the curator of the event, which is you, George, you will be rewarded for the value of uplifting your, your, your viewers. How cool is that? Huh? I could do a little happy dance right now. Yeah. I think we should be flying like yeah, Superman. Because, <laughs> you know, this is going to disrupt social media right now. Social media is about views and you can, we all know, you know, fear. And fear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's what keeps the tabloids alive but we want love to be the new standard and improvement in the direction of love and that which resonates with love and that's value and we can actually gamify the emotional guidance scale like you could get paid to get happy and <sighs> The content creators <laughs> get rewarded for better content that pulls you up instead of down because the bar now isn't views, it's improvement. That is so. Let's let's talk more about that. That's for yeah. so long the idea of advertising has become this 
pornographic symbolic nature of just like ah oh ah (laughs) yeah why why can't we flip it on his head it sounds like it sounds like you've we figured that out like you guys have got this idea todd let's talk more about that yeah i mean like right now i'm looking up you know there's a token out there called basic attention token that Mm -hmm. right and you know the um I don't know what their, you know, current valuation is, but um, as, as a whole, but the idea is, you know, you, if you watch ads, they're holding your attention and there's theory that there's value in that, which I argue there isn't, um, <laughs> you know, but this company has a, has a market cap, a basic attention to a token. The market cap is 367 million right now. Wow. Now, what do you think the value is of, a token tied to true upliftment, true improvement, heart power, your ability to be a creator, the ability to create win-win solutions, hit songs, peak performance, like, I mean, it's priceless, guys. This is what we're going to see. And you heard it here on this podcast. Yes. Our token, <laughs> token, a token of me, these will be the highest price tokens in our economy and here's why there's so many reasons why starting with it's when a human is at their most valuable state you are flowing infinite abundance in a flow state you can self-heal you can become so abundant it's beyond money's ability to measure it because you know money can't buy love money can't even buy healing right right we're going into a realm that i call it above money's pay grade (laughs) i love it money cannot touch where we're going that's number one okay and you got that number two unlike all other token offerings in the world we don't mint them for nothing and let that sink in for a second yeah all other token offerings they just mint just like money you know it's minted for nothing and you know the co-owners the co-founders keep most of it or the investors in our world that we're creating with anya and other pilots like her you become a pilot and you figure this out you figure yourself out what makes your heart sing what what contributes to you reaching for the sky of yourself you know self-actualized version of you when you do that tokens are minted and they're yours and you can sell those to investors um but their money they can't bring us their money we don't want their money we want their love and our pilots are the token offering. And so it starts at zero, you know, and there's no cap. When I rap, I actually wrote a poem about this. Um, the economics of this are win-win. There's no need for a cap because they're never made for nothing. They're only minted when a person improves themselves. And there's tremendous value in that for all of us for everyone i imagine yeah Yeah. imagine a ripple effect of that of that of every individual that is encouraged inspired 
that they are mining their you know tokens um and they see yeah they will see the result because you know like if we yeah. are practical if our mind still needs some proof that you know we will have yeah. these tokens but on you know energy level we will be creating such a huge ripple effect that it's going to mm -hmm. benefit the whole humanity that's right that's right yeah when the tide rises all the boats float <laughs> that's true it's mm -hmm. very true yeah so this is unlike any other token offering that's ever been contemplated and it's made possible because we receive these solutions in a flow state and in a flow state you're not trying to hold on there is no lack there's no scarcity you're going for the win-win and in this case um we have a trust called the mother tree that owns a majority of the company and the beneficiaries of the trust are the pilots they are going to inherit the company that's the game plan that that's that's my legacy plan <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm not george, in it for the are money you a pilot already? are you a pilot already george you should become a pilot yeah yeah i would love to i would love to i yeah. in my mind i'm beginning to see the way in which a token can be minted at a milestone but maybe we could talk more about that is like when someone creates a song when someone maybe has a child but maybe we could speak to the idea of the minting of the token and the flow state like what's that relationship and how does that work and how does that happen mm -hmm. yeah we we don't we won't look for milestones okay. um that it's not that's a goal it's a process maybe no 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 all you have to do is elevate your metrics okay that's it just know thyself you know and get your heart metrics to elevate and or peak and there'll be different tokens for <clears throat> different achievements um but you know it's it's and each day is a new day it doesn't even matter what yesterday happened yesterday we're keeping you in the moment and you could be having a really rough day and all you got to do is go up from there and arguably it might even be easier uh because when you're already up which we've seen sometimes on some of our episodes it's hard to go up when you're already up yeah. <laughs> you know but that's okay you start to appreciate the contrast and the ups and downs and it's not about always being happy you're always flowing it's about acceptance and sometimes things happen that don't feel good and it's more about learning how to accept what happens and not fight it not react to it and how to be more graceful about it and allowing of it and not fight it not attack it but just be literally more loving and accepting and emotionally you can if you could just improve your state that's uh that's all it takes we're not making it like all of a sudden you have to be at the top of your game in order to you know be rewarded you just have to be, accept you where you are and figure out how to incrementally choose to be in a better place choose a better thought choose a better perspective don't go down the drain and feel sorry for yourself or like put yourself under stress oh i have to be in flow state i have to mind this no, you know no <laughs> no exactly. like no. Yeah. no you just have to figure out how to move the needle yeah right so we're trying to make surrender. it surrender 
Yeah, it's more about surrender. Exactly. You can, you get more mileage out of surrender than fighting. Um, there's too much, there's too much resistance in fighting. That's why in our application, we ask a question, would you rather be right or happy? Because mm. if you still want to be right, you're not going to be able to move the needle. What, what, Susan, what is the, va- let, let's say that Anya creates this token in a flow state. Like what value is that to you? You know, to me, it's hard to put a value on it in the way you're asking. It's it's like asking what's the value of love and feeling happy for someone else. You know, um, I'm inspired by people right. like Anya who figure this out. They're actually very actively helping us improve our formulas. And you can't put a number on that. When we get validation with these, these are pioneers that are on board right now. You know, this is not for the faint of heart. You've got to know yourself because it's so new that if you're looking for us to, you know, um, like, like tell you it's, it's, it's too new. We, we want advanced people who actually already know themselves right now, because when Anya flows or some of these other pilots, and they tell us, yeah, I hit the high notes and look at my metrics. I mean, I remember this one, our, our founding investor, Chris Coyne, at the very beginning, you know, we were just experimenting with these formulas and seeing these right. you know, waveforms. And all of a sudden he sends in a picture. All three of his metrics were at 100%, like solid for hours. I'm like, are you alive? <laughs> like, is this, I didn't even know this was possible. You know, so when it happens, I just go, oh, my God, we're we're going to we're getting there. Yeah, we're we're figuring this out. And that means everyone. We want the universal formula. I don't want just the formula that works for Anya or Chris. I want these guys are helping us figure it out for everyone. And you don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be an expert in anything. You just can be an ordinary person. And you just want to know, how do I be a better person? And the more feedback we have (laughs) to figuring that out, the more value this whole company becomes. You see how, and then what it evokes from me is a profound state of appreciation. Because it means that this creation is is maturing and, and will be of value to more people. And that's why I'm doing it. I want right. to see humanity discover its true value, its true power, and true love. That's so and, beautiful. Yeah, that's how that's how I want to change the world is by one person at a time, inside out. Yeah, I, I asked the question because on some level, I think what at least in my mind, what I'm beginning to see is the turning away from seeking external value. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it, while we have been conditioned our whole lives, probably through mm-hmm. sitting in a class like a Pavlovian dog and mm-hmm. trying to ask for permission mm-hmm. for things, you know, all of yeah. a sudden we've been conditioned to seek approval and external value to yes, feel good exactly. about ourselves. That's now, exactly sudden, right. Right. Yeah, this is exactly right. I'm going to dive right into this because you're touching on the difference between extrinsic value and intrinsic. 
and all of finance, all of the stock market, everything in the physical world is looked at in terms of extrinsic value. And they don't include intrinsic value because they can't, they don't know how to. A token of me is intrinsic value and you can't really put a price on it. Um, but as I said, it's above money's pay grade. It's, yes. it's, it goes in. So, so on my, on our website, my quote is the best things in life are not things. It's how happy are you? Are you feeling abundant? Are you feeling gracious, lucky, blessed, fortunate, satisfied, inspired? Like, is life worth living? Are you on fire or, or not? Like, that is intrinsic. And those are feelings. And extrinsic value cannot put a price tag on love. <laughs> like, like how much is your kid worth? You know, that's, it's literally like asking that. Right. Right. You can't put a price on love of what you create or your love of a person or of, or of a creative process. There's, you can't, yeah, you can't buy that. That's why our tokens, you can't, your money can't make them. You have to derive intrinsic value in order to create them. And that's what they embody. I, as I said, from day one, when I got the calling, I wanted to bottle that up, that which can't really be bottled, which is your essence. Yeah. At your best. So, it seems, it seems so we're going to see, you know, we're going to yeah. see this unfold. Um, it's going to be interesting guys, because what comes with this kind of token of intrinsic value is a win-win reality, a win-win existence. And when a win-win economics comes into play, mm. it makes win-lose become obsolete. Mm. And that's why we're going to see uh, just a, a profound, and I can't even, I, I sometimes try to think about it, and I get like an existential crisis. Like I, <laughs> my brain can't think because I've been living in a win-lose world. So it's hard to imagine what does a world look like when everyone wins, when everyone wins, when, and when you think about it, there is no cap because when you feel more love, does that take away from other people's feeling of love? No, mm -hmm. it gets more. It's win-win. If I have clarity and I'm speaking truth, doesn't that beget more clarity for me and everyone listening? It's win-win. And, and that's such a rare treat, but that's a flow state. Is when you're in a win-win state, more begets more. It doesn't yeah. take from anyone else, you know? Like when there's more trees, another tree doesn't, you know, hurt. Like it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how I try to explain it. Sometimes we don't need to um, worry about, there's no cap to these tokens because there's no need. 
when the more you have, the more, the better it is. The more love, the more kindness, the more appreciation. It literally through law of attraction <laughs> will gain momentum and you'll get more <laughs> and there is no top and there is no bottom. So that's why I don't chase any bad thoughts down. I don't wrestle it to the ground because there's no ground. There's no bottom. <laughs> I, I, I just go, Ooh, I don't want to go. Eh. I want yeah. my soul compass to go, eh, 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 pull up, pull up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I'm like, like, caught in a conversation that's pulling me down i wanted to like you know yep. we, we interrupt this message <laughs> you are going down do you intend to continue or would you like to uh you know hit the reset <laughs> and go up yeah, yeah. so we're, we're going to be in a much more self-aware people are going to be more self-aware and less codependent on each other more I see it as a, like a, yeah, sorry to interrupt. I see it like win-win-win situation. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> yeah. when you are, yeah, when you are flowing, you know, the number, like the amount of synchronicities in your life, yes. you know, it, they really yes. rise up. Like they, there are so many synchronicities that appear. That means mm -hmm. that you are walking on your soul path. That yeah. means that you're gonna be rewarded, you know, because you are using the soul compass, and mm -hmm. you're gonna rewarded from outside you know because the life is here to reward you and when you will be you know seriously when yeah. you will align with synchronicities you will get more abundance yeah so yeah. It's like it begets more you're right and 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 even though we're rewarding with tokens what anya's touching on and this is really for the the next level yeah. of the game you realize it's not about the tokens you're the way you feel is the reward and that's why i'm doing this it's not for the money or the tokens i'm doing it for the feeling of resonance with my divine true self and then i can feel my divinity my power my i'm here to create yeah and i'm here i, I can create more and expand more uh with others in a much more joyful way and that is the reward. There will like, be no scarcity, you know. There's like no scarcity. Exactly. There's no scarcity. Yeah. Even Elon Musk said this is the age right. of abundance. With It really is. We're entering the age of abundance. And I, I was telling someone this earlier today. We're entering a realm where people won't be able to do anything, let alone their job, if their heart's not in it. That speaks so much to my heart. Like I see so many people, myself included. Like I just can't do it anymore. I can't. Like yeah. I tried as hard as I could. I can't. I yeah. escorted out by security. You know, I, I can't yeah. do it. I tried. Yeah. I tried with I all my heart. <laughs> no, it, it. There's no value in it. There's none. And, and I mean, in in areas that you might not even realize, like anything you do out of obligation or even duty or even with the word should. If you or think pressure, you any kind should, of pressure, yeah. no pressure, no should anything you do out of that energy has zero value and possibly negative value. Now we're not going to keep score of the negative side, but it's enough. We only yep. are going to focus on the upside. We're not, we're not going to penalize anyone or take anything away. Uh, Cause that's looking backwards. 
but yeah, going forward in the not too distant future, it's going to be become more and more difficult for anyone to keep doing a job or doing or staying in a relationship yes. or anything that is not above neutral. It's gotta be a filling, you know, filling your heart or it's, you're just going to get heavier and heavier and eventually you will just surrender and then, you know, you'll go up. Um, it's just a matter of time, you know, everyone's on their own journey. I see and, it and how long can you take the pressure and eventually you let go and then you go. <laughs> it's such a tremendous gift. You know, I, I, I think that when people begin to feel that pressure in the beginning, it's so hard. Like you just crashing and crumbling around you, but it's the world really telling you like, I love you. Damn it. Knock it off. Stop exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Self, just stop it for a while and love yourself. You know, it's like yeah, that's why you're here. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, the paradox is we can't save anyone (laughs) because everyone's creating their own reality. So, you know, that leads me to another question on our application: Would you rather save the world or self-actualize? We want people who are ready to self-actualize because we aren't here to save each other, and the world doesn't need saving. That's that's a very lackful belief system that, you know, you're not feeling very secure. And so you're going to feel better by saving somebody else. Well, they don't want to be saved. Try tying a shoelace of a kid that wants to tie it himself. You know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, we're not here to do it for each other. We can't live for each other. And, you know, if you actually try to save one, have you ever tried? Like they will hate you. (laughs) They will resent you. Cause that's not the truth, right? That's you actually a disservice uh, trying to fool someone into believing that you're the divine. You're going to save them. Well, who the fuck are you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, That's a lie. And you know, the, the divine self knows that we all are divine and we're all worthy and nobody is, uh, better than somebody else. <laughs> and so um, it's about figuring it out to how do you get into your power? And that's the only way you're ever going to feel satisfied. Yeah. Shout out to Mark Davis. Thanks for watching, Mark. Mark's an incredible individual. If people don't know him. He has, he's like a connector. He I, is met somebody... I met him. You did? Amazing, <laughs> yeah, right? Amazing. More people should meet him. He's an incredible guy. I, you know, it, it's, it seems to me too that the, the world that seems to be emerging is, I, I don't know, I, I see it everywhere. I see the, the it's sort of manifesting in an anti-authoritarian way. Maybe that's because people are trying to save everybody else, right? Maybe that kind of speaks to that whole idea of it. Yeah, and you know, it'll continue for a while. Right. And um, whenever I get to a debate with someone, I just end it by saying, perhaps you're right. <laughs> that's beautiful. Right. You can't. There's otherwise I go down. Um, right. And it really is an inner journey. And, and, and I'm just letting everybody take their time and putting my energy into people like Anya and other pilots. Uh, we have just some amazing people. It's an amazing group of people who uh, we all want the same thing. 
which is uh, we want to know the truth and we're not afraid right we mm. a lot of people still want to like fool themselves and each other and so they don't want to be measured like okay great yeah it's not for you <laughs> but when the people you know really uh want the authentic truth um and the authentic truth by the way isn't even focusing on your limitations uh the authentic truth is you know like you at your best and the more this this as this group grows we are seeing ourselves as our better selves and yeah. that's the new that's that's the the bar that we're aiming for and um in a very loving way we're sort of holding our own bar up and um pulling ourselves up and that inspires you know each other as well um because then they're sharing with each other what what's working for themselves and i'm just now measuring myself like during this whole podcast i just went up you know and i'm just thinking I, i'm also thinking you know you're thinking right now yeah we did it right now i mean you get to the point where you can just feel it like i can absolutely feel that uh the upliftment in this call and how good it felt and and it you know i had a call earlier with a, a new investor and she was getting goosebumps i was you know like the great prep for this call yeah <laughs> to have one like that so yeah we're all in this together and um we want a new world that is transparent and um more allowing more true and happy for no reason no i do it's it's interesting that you touch upon we've touched about the individual you know finding a more authentic version of themselves and raising their coherence and being in the flow state but also just just now you've touched on multiple people together in a flow state like that seems like a whole other dynamic like if one person is able to lift up one or two people in their family or their relationships what is it like when three or four people start working together in the flow state is it just a, a, a more <clears throat> A, a bigger echo or is it more of a resonating frequency with people resonating together or have you yeah, measured think that? Of it like, think of it like a sports team. Okay. You know, these are the ones who win the world cup. Yeah. Is, and, and, and sure it's, it's a team effort, but you still have to um, not measure it as a team. It comes down to each person mm -hmm. because each person in a coherent state, like, radiates this coherent energy into the field and others become influenced by that to not to them not to each other but to your own uh alignment and and that's why it's win-win it's it's calibrating it's helping to calibrate the energy field of everyone to think feel and act with perfect timing with better timing being right there at the moment the ball's there so you can you know head it into the goal I mean, that's done without thinking right and you can look at it from the outside and go oh there's group coherence yes but more importantly there's individual coherence because it's the individual coherence that causes others to be in their coherent state mm. and the more coherent each participant is in the group 
with themselves, not with each other. Very important distinction. And most people don't understand this. They think it's about each other. I'm like, no, it's not. It's always about you calibrating to your highest harmonic state with your divine true self. That's what causes more people to do the same thing. And we're all now resonating with the divine, which is like the, 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 the lightning rod. That's the source. So we're all having super high harmonic um, resonance with the high truth. And that's what makes it a timeless, perfect experience for the group because we're all having that oneness experience and it's very paradoxical. It's hard to find words because it's, it's a oneness experience, but you don't lose yourself either. You're, you, it's like you have it all. There's each of you in the wholeness, calibrating mm. to your true self, not to each other. And a lot of projects make the mistake of entraining you to each other. And that's what's actually gone wrong. We're done calibrating to each other. Mm. Another person cannot be your source, mm. cannot be your measuring stick. That's what creates resentment, mm. envy, yep. insecurity, false beliefs. You know, another human is not your God. Yeah. It's not your true north. Uh, you can it can feel like that when you're having profound love, you know. It, but it's still each of you are actually calibrating to your highest self in a state of great love. Each of us is a you know divine spark. Yeah. So each of That's us. Right. Each yeah. of us. Every right. single one of us. You know. Yeah. And what we want, even in a team situation with group coherence. You're not training everybody on the team to calibrate to each other because then let's say you had a, a front runner, you know, who was flowing and everybody's like just like riding that person's coattails. Well, they're going to drag that guy down like like you cannot carry another person for very long without the whole team suffering. Thanks. That's why we have to be self-sourcing about it and figure that out. That's why it's called self-actualization, not <laughs> you actualizing me. You know, I'm not going to get validation from any human. That's not going to lead to satisfaction or power. That that leads to dependency and and blame and resentment and uh, yeah, codependency at best. Yeah. So we're really talking about some ideals of of a new concept of true value and true coherence. Uh, you know, like when you look at a school of fish and they are, are a flock of birds, yeah. you know, they're connected and they're flowing and they're not running into each other, but they're not calibrating to each other. You see what I'm saying? They're mm -hmm. in their own coherent state, which doesn't run into each other by virtue of their perfection and timing and, and just knowing like wh which way to go when they're not thinking they're just going with the flow literally. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So those are some, just some good examples to see the, the difference with uh, group coherence versus, um, you know, among animals, it, it's easier to appreciate than it is with humans.
I have one example, if I may add, because oh, I'm yeah. also a Heart Math um, Institute uh, certified trainer, yeah, mm -hmm. activating the heart of teams. And when we went through a few examples, it's like, I don't know if you're familiar, Susan, with the Brazilian skydiving team. Mm -hmm. um, when they, they, you know, they were jumping <laughs> out of plane and they wanted to create this um, um, form, yeah, like formation. Yeah, like, right. Um, in the air. And they just couldn't, but they were like super professional, super skilled. <laughs> Everyone were like on top of their game, but they just couldn't, you know. Right. And then, then they went to this coherent state because there are a lot of techniques, you know, also HeartMath has for like quick uh -huh. coherence or um, a lot of different methods and techniques. And on the go, you know, like before they jumped out of the plane, they went into this coherent state. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then they Boom. could create that formation. But each and every one of them were was in that <laughs> coherent state because mm -hmm. and because mm -hmm. each each person right. was coherent state. The formation was successful. You know, sure. Great example. It wasn't That's like, a great oh, yeah, example. he was better or whatever, you know, like, no, they were like, it was absolutely brilliant. You can mm -hmm. check it out on YouTube, you know, so it's like. I get it. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Instead of thinking their way through it, they just exactly. went into a coherent feeling exactly. state. And then they just had knowing and they were having fun and out and of their head. And, yeah. They were and like spontaneously, one. Yeah. yeah, knew where to be and when to jump and. Like yeah. you can't count the mind, the human mind cannot calculate all the equations needed right. to put yourself team, in the right, for example, to put yeah, everyone. Can... It's hard enough with just yourself. Imagine like, oh, like it's like orders of magnitude, ridiculously complex. And, you know, so many humans are wired to think, oh, if we could get a computer to calculate that, then maybe we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> How, or, you're right, <laughs> you know, just do this magic trick where you change your state into a higher coherence resonates with love. And, and so boom, it's there. magic, you know? Like magic really happens. It's crazy. I, I really notice it even on subtle levels, but the problem is these experiences are so personal, it's hard to convey to anyone else. And so I'll just use general terms when something happens you're like oh my god what are the what are the odds of that like like that's that it's incalculable like when right. that happens you're coherently actually creating reality you know steve used to say he could bend reality well yeah. i go to the extreme and say we're all creating it it's just do you like what you're creating <laughs> yeah you know, there's, there's ideas like, how do you grow your own hair? Or, you know, how do you, how do you do that? Like, it's the same thing. It's magic, right? Like, we don't know yeah. how we do it, but we do it all day long. <laughs> I know so much of me just works without my thinking. And that's the part that works the best. How do you think <laughs> it's, how do you think it, I, I, I see giant changes in language when I start thinking about the flow state, like, you know, there's a weird sort of equation between imagery and imagination. But what do you think about language moving forward as we begin to understand the flow state? Well, what I notice for me is uh, it's sometimes harder to find the words to explain it mm. because um, yep. they it's kind of like trying to explain the mystical experience right. or how do you know something without proving it? Um, and you're less in your head, you're just more loving. And, and it, 
it becomes less of a need to justify in words. Um, it almost, it's like becomes the reward in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And the more you can find peace in that and satisfaction in that, um, you know, you, it, it's just, you realize no matter how hard you try to explain it, uh, like Esther Hicks, for instance, with Abraham, she's been channeling Abraham for like 35 years. Mm-hmm. She even says, you know, we talk a lot and our words have evolved over the years, but words don't teach. It's experience. And so it's it's more about just people having this experience. And for a lot of people, they'll sometimes have a flow state by accident, or maybe it was an emergency that triggered it. And they're like, oh my God, how do I get that again? You know, because yeah. um, they just realize that's it. Oh my God, that's 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 the um spice of life, you know. I want I want that. And or when you've fallen in love, like imagine mm. trying to explain it. Uh, it's hard in words. It's a knowing. And uh, it'll move and it has the power of moving mountains. Like you have real power when you're even in a without the words uh, to explain it. You you kind of become a walking example. Uh, and and I see in our future, George, that there's going to be less need to use words to teach it. Mm. It's going to be more about just just be it. I don't mean just do it, but be it. Like Anya and, and yourself, if you just be the example, it'll rub off without words. That's really well said. I, yeah. I can see that too. It's the, the inefficiency of words has always been a problem. Like we can't, right. we can't describe yeah. meaning and we just talk past each other so right. much. And- right. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, like when I first got the calling watching Roger, you know, t- crying tears of joy, I'm like, I want that. I, I, I whatever he's eating, whatever, he, yeah. how do you, you know, I just want that. Yeah. And yeah. so that's why, you know, people like Anya is, is attracting a lot of new pilots, you know, um, because they're like, well, I want what, she, what has mm-hmm. she got? <laughs> I want what, what she I don't, on? <laughs> yeah, what's she on? You know, like right. people listening to this podcast might think, you know, they're having an induced drug experience because it can, it can, <laughs> when you're having a mystical experience without drugs, it's like, wait a minute, are those guys like, what's happening? Right. Yeah. Um, and it, what happens is, and this is what's happened with people who've invested in us. They they hear about it like, okay, I, I just, this is it. I don't even need to see anything. Like, I just know this is it. Um, you're going to get there. You know what I'm saying? You, don't, you just stop trying to explain it. And it is about like, it's a new essence of trusting your heart and believing in yourself. And that's, that's huge. For a lot of people, that's big because they're still trying to prove themselves. They're still mm. trying to do that job. They're still trying to win the approval of their loved one, of their parents or their kids and their neighbors and their friends. And they're worried about what they think. And to just stop and go, you know what? I don't care what you guys think anymore. It's my life. <laughs> and I'm going to follow my heart. I'm going to do what makes me happy because you know what? I can't make you happy. 
I'm turning myself into a pretzel and I'm not happy. You're not happy. So how about I just surrender and, and just try to find out what I want and listen, listen to my heart. And it's courage. It takes a lot of courage to it do does. that. And it can be really scary to leave a relationship or leave a job. Yep. And, you know, I've done all of the above and yep. it's really scary at the moment, but there's tremendous, um, Satisfaction, dignity, satisfaction, growth. growth, you know, and it always ends up better in the end um, when we figure out how to listen. So I just wanted to give people a way to really trust themselves more and share the value with the whole world because I really believe that if I can uh, contribute in a way that helps everyone to improve their lives, that then my life gets better too. I think that's, that's a wonderful spot right there. Um, I, I, even though we've blown through like an hour and a half, like I, th I think we just kind of scratched the surface of it, but I think it's a good starting point for people to begin to let go and start investigating what the token of me is and how it can fundamentally change their environment, the way they see themselves and the way they interact with themselves and their inner dialogue and, it's wonderful. But let me start with Anya. Anna, do you have any closing thoughts or where can people find you? Or maybe you got some closing thoughts before we start landing yeah, the plane. I wrote it down. You know, it was a download. It's like, no, I have this also on my LinkedIn. So it's like, you cannot compete with me because I want you to win too. Mm -hmm. love mm -hmm. it. I love it. Yeah. This is, I, I love you that. Know. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a golden nugget. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> from my side, but um, yeah, it, it's like everything what Susan said. And also like my definition of flow, which I really, really resonate with what Susan said, it's like a cosmic orgasm. And the thing like what you feel is like, ooh, I want it to last. I don't know what is it, but I want it to last. I want it to last. How can I make it last, you know? And that's it. <laughs> yeah, so, how can I make it last? Or how can I get it again, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. when people can show themselves that they can reach it again and hold it a little longer, it's a there's actually way, no, you know, it's a there's no greater yeah. satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. Because it may seem like a little trivial measuring stick, but you, if you could do that, your whole outer life experience will transform. Change. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. love it. Because if you are changing, if you're regulating, you know, if you know your inner world, mm -hmm. you're going to create your outer world as well. So, yep, absolutely. Yep. Such so is an amazing tool for self-discovery. Susan, what about, like, where can people find you or if in closing, like what, I mean, I think you've already put such a wonderful little bow on this particular session, but is there anything else that you want to, you want to talk a little bit about or where can people find you or if they want to talk more about you or what's happening, where, where do they go? What do they do? Um, our website is tokenofme.io and you can find all sorts of good things there, including um, you can apply for the soul compass. We're still open for uh, new pilots. We're really looking for pioneers. Uh, who want to help us um, validate this for more people. And uh, so apply. 
that'd be the most valuable thing you can do. And the ones who score really high on the application, we gift them the software and it's available on iPhone or Android. And then you just have to get yourself a compatible uh, wearable, which we're using Garmin uh, at the moment. And, you know, for a few hundred bucks, anyone in the world can get one on Amazon. <laughs> And then you subscribe to our biometric feedback analysis. We have a basic program for $12 a month and a more advanced version, which is a web interface, um, which is you can see your raw data. And that's where the tokens will begin to be minted uh, for the advanced users. So we like to have everyone start off in the sandbox and you know, kind of kick the tires, see how it works. Um, and then we invite them as they progress into the um, advanced toolkit. I think it's wonderful. I'm so excited we had this conversation today, and I, I'm hopeful that it not only resonates with everyone listening and watching today, but it will continue to do so for everybody that yeah. listens to on any platform or that listens to it tomorrow or later today or on yeah. Thursday, next Saturday, whatever. But I'm so thankful for both of your time today, and I'm so thankful to be – Get to, get to hear the idea and, and get to resonate with it. So that's all we got. Hang on briefly afterwards, ladies. I, I'll talk to you briefly afterwards. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. For everybody that took a little moment, thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day. And that's all we got. Aloha. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I would just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment... Go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.